It's your guy Uncensored, giving you the best footballing lesson outside of a Ronaldo step over. Before we start, be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss out on all our content. Join the conversation, use the hashtag Momentum. Evening. Evening, Dal. How's it going, mate? Not too bad, man, not too bad. Not too good either, but not too bad, you know what I mean? Well, uh, I, I hear, I hear. Uh, do you really? No, I do. It's when when that guy when oh, I forgot his name, Doherty, is it? Yeah. Doherty, when he's right. when he's scoring against you, then he's yeah. I, I can feel your pain. Very true. Uh, very true. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's a bit. There's still a long way to go. There's still a chance. Um. It's a slim chance, but you know, let's not let's not get Nate um, crying on 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 the mic today. No, 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 it's not even that. I just feel like I don't know about that. It just seems at the moment, no one really wants this. I don't know, like I don't third, fourth. I don't know what's going on. To be honest, it's like a really strange season. Nah, I just think it's tiredness, and there's there's a lot of heavy legs going on, and there's a lot of teams fighting for their lives, and when you just need to just. Um, beat a team it's not as easy as just turning up and just you know losing to um, beating a, like a Brighton or somebody like that because they're, they're literally they're, their livelihood is on the line so it's it's a it's a, it's a tough game um, yeah it, it's there's a lot of challenges about do you know what I mean um, I wouldn't read too much into it you just got to get your main players back I think yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I, and I, plus, I, upgrade that defense. My God, uh, what I what I saw against Crystal that Benteke goal against Crystal Palace is just a horror show. Bro, when I saw that goal in, the first person I thought was you. And I, there's <laughs> no way. I'm sure I've heard someone tell me in the last week that Benteke is going to score. Then someone sent me a tweet saying that Benteke hasn't scored in over a year. It's an Easter miracle. And I just thought to myself, God, good God, I don't know what's happening there. Yeah. I just I just don't understand how your two centre-halves... It, it's that old joke, you've got one job. Do you know what I mean? Listen, people, you've got one job. I just want you to do this one thing. And both of them fail to do one job. I just You just need to mark the centre-half. I don't care what you do, just mark the centre-half. Yeah, uh, centre-forward. Yeah, 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 I've oh, got him, boss. Goodness I've... gracious me. Wolves. Get out of here. They've scored a third, mate. Drop no down. way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, United's um, good start has come to an end anyway. Well, they're going to always going to run out of gas. No, mostly they're taking the piss at them. Yeah, but they're always going to run out of gas. They're going to start hard because they're at home. Ollie's fired them all up to go show the fans what you what you what this means to the club, and then so now they're going to start hard. But then legs will get heavy, and then your ability will be left on the table. And we know they've got Jemba Jemba playing in midfield. You know what? Let's 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 stop picking on the poor boy because it's not his fault, but. Um... Uh, they got challenge. They got challenges. Let's put it that way. Um, this formation, unfortunately, leaves them a little bit stranded in midfield. Yeah. Um, because they got no. It's clear as day when you when you're opposed to uh, David Silva and the quality that he has, 
it just magnifies what you don't have. The minute he gets on the ball, you just see what Man United don't have. Uh, yeah. Mr. Party Boy is trying his best to look like a, a young David Silver and running around the place like a headless chicken, but he's not David Silver. It was he's interesting, like, though. I felt like <clears throat> I felt some of the commentators were a little bit harsh a bit earlier. Like, I don't believe this is a. You know, I, mean, I don't believe this is they, they, Man United are being the way they are because of Pogba, and I feel like sometimes they kind of use him as a bit of a scapegoat. No, oh god, I think I, I can't remember who I heard it from now, but I've heard it before. Their problems go way past Pogba. Like, like if you look at that back four, you're paying Luke Shaw one hundred and fifty grand a week now. He looks like he weighs 150 grams, but that's about it. He's not reached the level that he had when you bought him. You've, you're playing Ashley Young. And before we all get twisted about how Ashley Young is a oh, England... Sterling. Oh, Sterling, man. Ashley Young is an England uh, fullback or whatever. The man is a glorified winger. Yeah. Glorified winger. Yeah, he's a winger. And that's who you're playing at right back. Chris Smalling, uh, I love his new hairstyle because he reminds me of that guy that used to play for um, Nottingham Forest. Jason Lee. Jason Lee. He's got a pineapple on his head. Yeah, the pineapple is. They should uh, that. That, that, that could kill his career. <laughs> <laughs> but he's rubbish. Let's face it. As a centre-half, he's rubbish. Yeah. He's, he spent three or four good years at Manchester United hiding next to Nemanja Vidic. Um, then you've got... Um, Jones, Phil, is it Phil Jones? Is it? Yeah, Phil Jones. No, well, playing um, Lindelof today. Oh, yeah, but yeah, but in terms of the centre halves they have, Lindelof yeah. today, thirty million. Even the guy who bought him thought he was rubbish in the end. Mm. And they wouldn't even give him the time of day. This is not a Paul Pogba problem. Jeez, say they're harsh on uh, Pogba, right? I think. But uh, no, well, let's, let's balance it out a bit because yes, they're harsh on Pogba, but some of his performance when he he reminds me of um, uh, Dimitar Berbatov. Yeah, but without the, the the deadliness of Berbatov as a striker, you can get away with it. You can walk around the pitch. I don't know how you can walk around the pitch as a midfielder. Yeah, but I also, but for me, Man United. Okay, when Man United went on that little run before contract. Mm. Yeah. It was Pogba that was pulling in the, those performances. The rest yeah. of the Man United type team were still playing as crap as they are, but Pogba was kind of going up, scoring headers, doing assists, all of that kind of stuff. For you to now to turn around and say it's Pogba's fault is a little bit like yeah, that's what I was. Everyone was doing nonsense. That's what I was just going to say. In terms of wasn't it not so long ago they were raving about how Pogba's turned his United career around. Yeah, and how he's now playing out of his skin or whatever. Oh, this is the Pogba that they bought. Well, he, they had him up for player of the year at one point. Yeah, uh, before, before the Sterling and and um, and Van the Van Dyke thing happened, it was all about Paul Pogba. And then I'd forgotten to say, like, even after Pogba, you've got Lukaku. Like, he's a problem mainly because the midfield you have does not play to Lukaku. It's not his fault. He's, he, he hasn't become a, a, a... Well, he has become a rubbish striker. Uh, but not through his play. He's become rubbish because uh, they don't supply him. If A striker's only as good as his supply. He's only as good as his supply. His supply is non-existent. 
to the fact that you have to put Rashford out wide to accommodate Lukaku. Now, that that's not Paul Pogba, bro. No, no. But I mean, we we can come back to United. I mean, let's 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 move on to other things because we 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 got to address the elephant in the room, the, the the smiling elephant in the room. I mean, you had a wonderful result last week, um, Dell. I'm talking about <laughs> just as right. confusion. Um, so, how are you feeling? What, what went through your mind um, come Wednesday night? What 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 was your emotions like? Where were you? Were you, uh, you know what? I only I only had one thought actually on Wednesday, and I and, and I just remembered how you waxed lovingly about VAR. Yeah, and I just thought. Uh, <laughs> Uncensored football fans are going to love this. VAR is playing a crucial part in a Champions League quarterfinal. Yeah. You're going to love it. And that's well, all I can think of. That's well, all I can think of. You're going to love it. Love it is a strong word because I still, I know the decision is right and it, he was offside, but my feeling is still a bit the same. It takes away something from the game because it was such a poignant moment. Sterling scores a hat-trick in the Champions League the winning goal, one minute or two minutes left to play in front of his whole fans. The whole cre- place goes crazy and it's wiped off. It just doesn't happen. It's, it's no, longer, no longer in history books. I feel like I know, find that a little bit know, find a little bit know, But there's a reason why it got wiped off. It was offside. Yeah. He, he wasn't offside. Um, no, he wasn't offside, but it was offside. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the beginning of the, of, the, of the play to put him in, the guy was offside. That's yeah. the reason why it got chalked off. Okay, okay. okay. But, so don't, as, no, 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 no. Let me Listen, finish. Let me, don't let me put finish. it. Don't let me put it. Let me finish. Let me finish. Then my point is that if if it gets chalked off, which is fine, this one was offside and he got it right. But what happens yeah. if they get it wrong? And don't say they don't get it wrong because they didn't. What, what happens if they get it wrong? What do you mean? What happened? You've lost if, me. What do you mean? What happens if they get it wrong? Say if he was, he was not offside and they called it offside. Or something happened, and they—it's a debatable situation, and they've called it wrong. Or how? What? What's the feelings going to be like then? How do you return back time and say, "Oh, sorry, you can." It was meant to be a goal. All you celebrated, it was a goal, but we talked it off. And just there's something about the instant moment of football taken away when you when you go to VAR. That's my only thing. Um... I've, I've maintained that throughout the whole. Of my dislike for VAR was the fact that oh, it, it was um, it's you know it's it just takes away from the instance of the how quickly we can play and how quickly things happen and you have to kind of um, I don't know it's just I'm just not a fan of it I, but I get that it's right and I get that I have to get used to it because it's coming no matter what I think so it's but there's something about it that just niggles away at me. I'm not sure yet, but it's just there's something about it I'm not happy with. But anyway, go back to your your feeling at the time. You were you were late. You were excited. What did, no, you, think no, about, what, what did you think about the performance though? Of who? did you believe? Because I don't think you believed. No, you I didn't believe. No, I didn't believe. I didn't believe. I didn't believe. To be fair, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial to the to the Sky commentators. Um, I don't think it's a VAR controversy. I think over two legs, 
best team won over two legs. Well, clearly they won because they're through. But like they won. Oh, technically, it was a draw. Technically, it was. A draw. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Because the no technicality about this because it was No, listen. Let me let me finish. They give you extra um, credence for scoring goals not on your home stadium. Manchester City didn't do that. And it's not as if they didn't get a chance. They had a penalty, for God's sake. So, yeah. it, they didn't score away from home. And that is ultimately what knocked them out. And I think it was a little bit of... What about the handball goal? Sorry? The handball goal. What about, what about the handball goal? What handball goal? There was no handball goal. <laughs> it hit his hand. Sorry? It hit his hand. Well, you just said technicality. Technically, it was uh, it was a draw. Technically, the referee ruled that there was no handball okay. because wow. he gave the goal. What's what's the well? What's the where's the well? No, no, no I'm, 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 that's fine with me. Uh, will you just put it in the back of the net? What are you waiting for? Oh, how did they miss that? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know, it's opportunities to hit that one, and they're dancing through. You know, it's back foot. It's, it's so easy. It's it like, is easy. Not man. Like, I mean, just here. shoot, shoot again. Uh, he didn't catch it. He didn't catch it. Nah, he should have left it for David Silva. Or oh, is that Bernardo Silva? I don't know. No, I think it was Bernardo. But um, go on. Anyway, so sorry, then, so you, you, you don't think it was a handball? Uh, sorry, I don't think it was a handball. Uh, I'm gonna go with the whole refereeing decision that he said it's no handball. Okay, because the ref said it was. That's fine. Well, what? Is is the referee not the arbiter of the rules of the game? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I thought I said. I, I just feel. Oh, what? Look, no, no. You're being very technical in it. Let's just speak honestly and frankly. You're being very technical in being like down on the. Sh- the ball hit his arm. Let, let's yes. bottom black. Whether the referee called it or not, the ball hit his arm. It I touched his arm. Ball, I accept the ball hit his arm. After hitting his arm, it hit his hip, and it went into the back of the net. Very true, but this is where there's a this, as far as he's concerned, it hit his hip. The last thing it hit was his hip, and it went into the back of the net. Yeah, I but there's, there's this gray area with no gray. I haven't told you what the gray area is, so you can't. Tell no me I'm telling there's you now, gray, no there's a gray area around whether or not, um, you, you're allowed to sc- you can't score a goal with the aid of your arm, your arm or he didn't, he didn't, well, he didn't. If he doesn't hit his arm, it is hit, he's got a goal with his hip. Yeah, but it's all in the same movement. No, that's, that's the, in the same movement. It is. That's like we can't say that Sterling, he wasn't, although he wasn't offside, that um, Aguero was offside and it was all in the same part of passage of play. Yes, because Aguero took the ball from an offside position and then passed to Raheem Sterling, who scored. Yeah, so then. Look, I'm gonna be on, look, so I, I believe he did hit his hand. Yeah. It did hit his hand. It the ref didn't give it. That's not a problem. Tottenham through to their first semi final Champions League. I think is a great thing. I, I, I just want to. I just want to. I just want to. I I want some uh, clarity for for the Tottenham fans out there. Right? He didn't score a goal with his arm. It could have been. This is what I will accept. The referee could have said handball, and you have no argument. Right? Yeah. The referee didn't. He said. It's gone in off his hip, so he's factually incorrect. Maybe not to the to the to the spirit of the rules of the of the game, but factually he was incorrect. Didn't go off his hand, 
went off. Um, went off. Um, when did it go off? Jeez. His hip. His hip. Sorry. Yeah, it went off his hip and into the back of the net. And he's made his decision on that, and uh, we've gone through. Okay. Well, I would uh, like to add the positive that I'm taking from that is that was the third goal we'd scored at the City of Manchester Stadium. I don't know another team that scored three goals at the City of Manchester Stadium. Oh, uh, no, Leon only scored two in it. They won 2-1 there. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't know another team that has scored three goals at the City of Manchester Stadium. That's why I think Tottenham have earned their victory. They prevented them from scoring at their own ground. And uh, at their ground, they scored three goals. That is why they are through. Well, I'm going to be real. Like, um, Obviously, controversy aside, that those little controversial decisions are the fact that it was a North London White. I think as a specimen for football, it was an amazing game. Oh. It was an amazing game. Like, if you looked at everything, but if you think in the first, what, 10 minutes, four goals in the first 10 minutes, yeah. that's unbelievable. 13 minutes, five goals scored. Like, do you know I mean? As a, as a neutral, it was an amazing game to watch. And I think it had everything. And I think, although the, the Sterling goal kind of was chalked off at the end, the fact that it was right at the end, it was almost like it was the big dream. And I felt sorry more for Sterling. Not the fact that I wanted City to win the quadruple or nothing like that. It was Sterling I felt for. Like, he had done it, he scored, he ran, celebrated, and then, like, just for it to be kind of be talked off of VAR, it was a little bit harsh. But, obviously, factually, it was correct. I'm not going to argue with that. Do you know what I mean? But I'm just saying that if this was, like, a superhero film, this if this was Marvel Avengers Endgame, this is the ending you wanted to see. Right <laughs> at the death, when you thought it was all going to go wrong. That's what I mean. Even when, if you look back when City won the league the first time, do you know what I mean? It was yeah. the guy, Heather, why me? That, it was that. It was that. It was poetic. But it weren't meant to be. Okay. I'll tell you something. Another thing. Even if the goal, if the goal had been given, and people call me a liar, right? They will. But if the goal had been given and it stood, I think I could accept it because the performance on the day was all you could have asked for from, from both teams. And I think yeah. the fans in the stadium, you know what? The, the thing that I will remember, I think, for always of that game, at the end of that game, is that the supporters in the stadium clapped two teams off the pitch. And you don't get that that often. And considering what was at stake, for the fans to cheer two teams off the pitch tells you how well that game was played. Mm. See what I mean? And that's what I'll take from the game. Okay. I just want to talk about Man City for a second. So, Man City, right, so the quadruple's gone. We we never really believed. We all said that the quadruple will be difficult in Europe. That's the be the hardest thing. We didn't yeah. really foresee Tottenham knocking them out, but we did say that the quadruple will be it'll be based around what happens in Europe, whether they who they who they face and how far they get. So that's gone. Now, obviously, they, they've got to win this game against Man United to stay ahead of Liverpool because I don't see Liverpool not beating. Newcastle, Huddersfield, and I think Burnley, Burnley I think, or, or somebody like that at home uh, in the season. So, if they just win, it could be a season where they just end up with the Carlin Cup. How much of a failure is that on Pep's pedig- on, on um, CV that he's only won the Carlin Cup? 
in a season they were going for the quadruple. Where, where does that sit with them? How do, how do you justify that? I don't think you could justify it if they've just won the League Cup in the sense of the fact that they was in everything for as long as they were in it for. If you get knocked out of the FA Cup in the first round, you get knocked out of Champions League, do you know what I mean? And you don't have a league run. If you've won the League Cup, then you've won the League Cup and actually it's a good season because you've got a piece of silverware. I think the fact they've come so far for it to kind of be snatched out of your kind of reach, then it's very much a disappointment. Okay. Um, yeah, I think because they're going for it, I'm not sure that you can say it's a disappointment. They're going for four trophies. Well, they were going for four trophies. They're going for three now, potentially. Um, I think they've done well, to be honest. Um, yeah. But, okay, let's put it another way. When it's all said and done, if at the end of the season they've only got one trophy, no one's going to remember that they've done well up to a point. They're just going to, the history books will just say they won one trophy and they spent X amount of money and the history to win one trophy. will be written by the Liverpool fans in the media. And the, and this well, point. exactly. And it will all be about them and the yeah. fact that Man City only got one trophy. Um, I don't think it'll be about Man City only getting one trophy. It'll be about uh, the great Liverpool team that won Okay, but forget about Liverpool for a second. I'm just talking about Man City and the fact. W- w- how does Pep justify his stature of being the best Pep manager? Pep. I tell you why. I think, I think, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's got, I think, two or three Champions League, five Premier League titles, pr- uh, Premier, Premier Division titles, uh, three um, Bundesliga titles, and two uh, German Cups, I don't know what they call them, titles to his name that says he doesn't need to justify a damn thing. Yeah, he's but he couldn't cut it. Then, then he couldn't cut it at Man City. He couldn't no, cut it in the English League. No, he doesn't need to justify anything. Who's going to stand up and say he couldn't justify it? Who? Well, well I'm just saying it now. I'm just saying, but he couldn't cut it in, in the Premier League. He, he couldn't dominate as what he's done everywhere else in the Premier League with the money that he's had. You would you would have to be you'd have to be a hater to justify that one to justify that statement that he couldn't cut it. So he's done it in Spain, he's done it in Germany, and because he he's only done it once in 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 uh, the Premier League, he then becomes a lesser manager. That's nonsense. That no, not lesser manager. Not lesser manager. Lesser get, get off your high horse for a second. Get into, come back high horse, man. It's just Come he back to is one of the best it's... managers that has managed in the game. No one's, right. no one said that. No one ever said he's not. No, player. but yeah, you, but... Cannot, you cannot knock him for not. No, no, no. no. What we said is, he, they said, is will he be a failure in England if he doesn't win the league again? Yeah, and no. he just won the league cup. No. Why would he be a failure? Because he's the best manager on the planet. He's got the best yeah. resources on the planet. Yeah. He's got everything to his disposal. Has he won the league? Once okay. in three years. Why is he, why is he a failure? Because it's once in three years he's there to dominate. They've won it. They've won it more. They've won. I think they've won it twice okay. in two years. Okay, before. okay, okay. Name me the managers who have won the league title more than once. The Premier League title, sorry, more than once. What Man City? No, 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 not a Man City. Any club? Premier Premier League more than one time. Well, Alex Ferguson, Fergie, yep. Wenger, Wenger, yep, M- Mourinho. Sorry, hold on, Mourinho. 
sorry, Ferguson, Wenger, Mourinho. Yes? Is yeah. that what you said so far? Coast back said so far. Next, uh, that's probably about it from what I can remember. Who else has won the league? There's only three clubs that won the league. Oh, um, uh, but then Chelsea have won it, but they won it with different managers. Right, so, exactly. it, so uh, but the, my only question was, tell me the clubs that have won, the uh, managers that have won the Premier League. Did, did, what's it called win it twice? I don't know if he won it oh. twice. Um, Pellegrini. Did he win it once or twice at Man City? I think yeah. he might have won it twice. It, no, once. Was once, it the other one, Mancini? Was it the other one, Mancini? I thought Mancini won one. And he won it once. Two. Oh, maybe. No, I don't know. But that's about it. There's not many. What's your point? So, so then how are you ranking him as a failure? Okay, okay. All right. You've, so got, three, be, you've, got, three, you've got three in 26 years. So how are you ranking him as a failure? Okay, we're being pedantic. Okay, would we say that this season is a failure then? Let's be specific. Okay, be specific. Would this season be a failure? Yes. I think that's what the answer is. I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm, if it's only the, if it's only the uh, Carabao Cup, I would say yes. Because, because of the quality of their squad mm. and the size of their squad. Okay, because I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that because this is this is this is how uh, this is how you, you, I'm calling you out a bit a little bit here though because you're I'm saying if, yeah because you said out. earlier listen I'm a lowly nobody we've never won the Premier League so no I'm not talking about Tottenham. I'm talking about you, you said before in earlier podcasts that if Liverpool won the league mm-hmm. if Liverpool failed to win the league with their money mm-hmm. that they had spent on mm-hmm. players then it will be a failure. Klopp would yeah. have failed. Yeah. That, so how's it different for um, Pep? If he hasn't won the league with the money he and resources he has on the he's spent sixty million. Okay, that's probably one more out of choice. That's probably more out of choice than anything because he could spend one signing sixty million. So it's not a failure from a from a from a money <laughs> spent point of view. Resources, a, resources. I've no. I said I said resources available. I mean, you didn't hear I said, me. I said I said it would be a failure from the point of view of the size of the squad. And the quality of the squad, not about money spent for him, for Man City. The size of their squad bigger than most people's squad, and the quality of their squad is better than most people's quality. So, from that point of view, it would be a failure if the only thing they've come away with is a Carling Cup. Okay, um, I I would agree with that. Yes. Okay, so. So he, he well, okay. So is so. Do you think that it? Who think who's who's going to say that um, Man City are going to win the league or not? Given this game's nil nil currently, is going to put a neck out and say that they believe Man City will lose or win the league? I, I think I don't know. I think there's there's like ninety five percent of the league, the country right now, are hoping that Man City score against United today and go on to win the league. It seems that everyone seems to be a City supporter at the moment, or everyone seems to be an anti-Liverpool supporter. That's true. I've 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 felt a bit a bit, a bit of um anti-Liverpool um kind of vibe going on because there's a little bit of like it's just it's just too much every minute that we talk about Mo Salah going to awards in America and, and whatnot. I don't care. Like, oh, why is this? Why is why is that in why is that story? Why is that headline? Why is the fact that it's all Liverpool, Liverpool this? It's like almost like a return to greatness. The the kings have returned and, and all of a sudden they it, the English football's gonna be back to where it, it it should be or was this old age of the Chelsea money or the Arab money in Man City is now gonna go our real 
a real golden club is going to come back and restore the faith of the English country or, or such. And I'm like, I'm sick to death of the story. I want Man City to win the league. I didn't want them to win the quadruple because I just thought, again, they didn't really, they're not that great a team to win a quadruple. It was, it was a bit, a bit, um, I would have been a bit like, there's no great, really great superstar in that team. When when Barcelona and Real Madrid have won various trophies in their countries and you know won the whole thing, you look at their team. You look, you saw Messi, Xavi, Iniesta, real actual world class superstars. Some one an all time legend. There's no one in this Man City team that I would say is a is a super great. There's Aguero, obviously David Silva, very 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 good players, but there's no one who's like, wow, he's one of the best players that ever played a game. And that's what just kind of that team lacks for me. I just think, uh, I don't really want you going around and setting records that is going to be very hard to match and everyone's going to put you as this pedestal, as the club to match and the players to to reach. It's just similar to the Invincibles. This is what you have to do. And it's like, you're not that great. So I didn't want them to win that. So that's out of the way. That's gone. But I definitely want them to win the league. I can't. I'm, I'm thinking somebody's going to pull out a goal in the last minute in this game. Um, versus Man United and they're going to win it 1-0 and then everyone's going to be happy-ish Man United will have fought their way to a um, a gallant defeat so their fans will go away happy that they didn't just turn up and get battered Oli would say look I put my mark down they they now follow me look at the effort they put in blah 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 blah, blah. Man City will get the three points they'll be happy everyone moves on and obviously Man United fans will be happy that Liverpool won't, probably won't win the league again so, I mean, that's my take on, on it. And, I'm, you know, it's still up for another 45 minutes. We never know what could happen. Um, I would just want to add to the anti-Liverpool sentiment. I think it's around the utter garbage that is spoken about this Liverpool team. They're a good Liverpool team. They're on a fantastic run. They've got a They've got a a very decent style of play. But, for example, they beat Cardiff 2-0. Now, but they're holding up the goal that started it, Wijnaldum's goal, as something that was deviously devised at half-time, like they were around some super huddle and and Einstein popped up in the middle. What you want to do, lads, is give it to this guy because he's standing alone in the box. Mm. I would be shocked if players didn't talk to each other about the space they were getting or who's marking them at halftime. That's what halftime has been for since the time time of memorial. But apparently, because Liverpool are in a chance of winning the league, it's a big thing that Liverpool actually had a conversation about it at halftime after drawing nil-nil with Cardiff. That's the kind of nonsense that people are hating, I think. They're talking them up for no rhyme or reason. And everything is the next big thing about Liverpool. Everything is just the next big thing. It's the next big topic. It's the next big... Everything. And that's the reason why people are disliking listening to that, basically. Okay. I was just going to think, I, I think, obviously, historically, people have bought their way into winning titles, especially the Premier League. 
And I wouldn't want any Liverpool fan to believe that they won the league without buying their way through to winning the league, if that makes sense. Because they have. <laughs> so, I mean, spending £65 yeah, million on the keeper and buy, I mean, they've spent a lot of money. And I know everyone was talking about, oh, net spend, net, net spend, because they raped Barcelona and made Barcelona pay well over the odds for Coutinho. Yeah? Like, stupid money. That's why they've got a way to say this net spend, net spend kind of thing. But they've spent a lot of money. And I guess at some point you've got to, you've got to try and get a return on your money. So for them, like for them to win the title, they have to know they've spent a lot of money to get there. Because yeah, I think yeah, Liverpool I fans they forget that they they talk like yeah. to say that this is the this is a born and bred straight from Liverpool. These guys <laughs> grew up within a mile radius of this. That it's not. Every every one of their signings is a scouser. He's come yeah. through there. He's come through their academy. And he's just yeah. a brilliant player. It's like shankly reborn or something. Just... Yeah, and I just think to myself, like, and the way the same the same energy that they had when they talk about, oh yeah, but Man City won the title the year before. I hope they have that same energy. If they were to win the title, I hope they have the same energy and would come back and say, we also bought the title. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, hold those thoughts. We'll come back to that because uh, we've got an interesting end to the, to, to, to the show this week. Um. I just want to pop up one thing this year. So, so we, we spoke about earlier in our podcast about um, what who we'd like as pl- our players of the year and stuff. So the PFA Player of the Year nominees came out. Um, Raheem Sterling, Sergio Aguero, Bernard Silva, Virgil van Dijk, Saudi Armani make, made the list. Eden Hazard. Mm, it's a strong list. I can't... There's no one in there that would say, I'd pull off and say they don't deserve to be there. But who do you think is missing from that list? Which, which one player do you think should should have been on this list that is not here? Or is this, is this actually the six best players that we've got this year? Nate, uh, go on. I'm trying to think who would have been on this. The, the main the PFA one is that it's actually um, picked for by the actual players. And yep. I think there's some... I have a team who's got a lesser he's not a name or not that he's not a name but they usually go for the kind of guys more than say some some of the smaller guys that are doing quite well in the Premier League um, in saying that I probably would agree with that but do you say Sadio or Mane? Um, uh, both of them are there oh, both of them are there Mane and um, no sorry not Mane Sane. Mane is there sorry um yeah, I guess to be fair, that's a pretty compelling list in the sense of who I think was doing enough dirt throughout the rest of the season. Some could have said, like, depending on when they did the vote, some could have said someone like Pogba in the sense of what he was doing for Man United at that time. But obviously, it's kind of told off, so it'd be a bit of a liberty if his name was down at that moment. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anybody that's stand out that deserves to be on that list. Okay, Dale, have you got anybody? Um, uh, anybody? Yes, yes, I think. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, my first thought would be I'm surprised Laporte is not on there because this is up until December, right? This is not uh, up I think to so. now. Um, That's what's the weird thing about the PFA one. It's up to at Christmas kind of thing. 
Yeah, I think they put their their, their nominations around about yeah. the Christmas period. I'm not 100 so, sure. I would say Laporta at Man City. I'm surprised he's not on there. Uh, given he had a very strong start to the season. People were talking about him in the same breath as they're talking now about Virgil van Dijk. Um, there was one other in midfielder now, and I'm going to forget him. You know? um, and I would say long shot for me would be, and he's probably more uh, young player of the year, I would say. Um, I would say Marcus Rashford. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, we'll talk about. Well, I mean, okay. So mine, my, my one shot, I probably would have thought he could have done with. He would have won, but I said it earlier. Um, Human Son has had a steady season. That's a good shot. And to be honest, he, he he should have been in there, but I would. I don't know who would have, would have took out. No, but you're saying. No, but well, I'm. Just, I wouldn't include him because he more came on strong after Christmas. Uh, well, I think, to be honest, I think the nominations take place in February. You know, if I'm honest, I think. Okay. It's, uh, right, okay. Okay, either way, even if it wasn't yeah, Christmas, even if it was Christmas, he was doing okay. And given his his form now, I would have said him. Um, he's the only one I said, but I don't know who I would have. T- took out for him to replace if he's only top six I think the six there are quite strong in himself and there's no justification of one of them being brought out but as you mentioned young player yeah let's let's have a quick look at that so we've had um the six nominations that are funny enough we've got um Trent Arnold um yeah. Trent Alexander Arnold De- Declan Rice okay so yay they David Brooks and uh, Marcus Rashford and Bernardo Silva and Raheem Sterling. Bernardo Silva? Is he that young? He, he qualifies for young player You're year. kidding me. Jesus. He qualifies for young player year. So, um, I've got issues with that. I don't Ooh, think... Oh, here we go. Now, here's the reason why he's not been playing. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's done. That's his knee. This could be where the wheels come falling off. Oh, that looks like a that's that could be an impact injury. He could get away with that one. Because he look oh, but then he jarred, it looks like he's jarred his knee. Cause he does, yeah. Look, because it's a block challenge in it, so don't know about that one. But go on. <laughs> is there any young players that you think should have been on that, on that list, or is that or who do you reckon should win out that on, on that list? Yeah. You asked for young player of the year. Yeah. Um, I think Sterling. So a double. He should take both. Ah, well, <laughs> he's not. He's not taking the top one. I'm. If you're I'm taking Van Dyke. Van Dyke. Yeah, probably has gone to Van Dyke because everybody is talking him up. I think that's nonsense myself. I can't. Um, I think yes, Liverpool got a strong defence, and yes, they've conceded the least amount of goals and all the rest of it, and he has had a positive impact in that team. But I don't know. Football is about scoring goals. It's about excitement. It's all about that kind of stuff. So sometimes when you see like a goalkeeper or a defender getting Player of the Year, it's kind of like yeah. Has he, has he done? Has he done that lately though? That's the thing. He's done it at the at the start of the season. 
But do Liverpool look as secure? I'm not too sure myself. Mm. I'm, I, I'm not too sure. What? Sorry, it wasn't Trent Alexander-Arnold injured for like a huge chunk of this season? How is he young player of the year? Um, yeah, he has been injured for a bit. I don't know, but I guess it, when, when um, Jurgen Klopp gives him the football for free assists and stuff like that, it gets into people's heads in it. So, Jurgen yeah. Klopp gave him the football for a hat trick of assists, which is not a thing, but he gave him the football for a hat trick of assists. Uh, some game, and, but again, it's just there to publicize how well he is playing or played, and it's just. It was a bit over the top. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I was not a fan of that, but it, oh, those things happen. No, Jim. Sorry. Um, no, it's all right. We're, we're watching the game. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, young player, young player. No, no, I'm still trying to think of a young player. Um, I'm, For me, who should win it? Only because the level that he's come from is Brooks at Bournemouth. For his performances over the season, I think because he's come from, uh, he come from the championship. Uh, though. He didn't come from the, the land of Oz. No, he, came, he didn't come from the championship. What do you mean championship? No, yes, he did. Yes, he, did. he was playing for Sheffield United. Yes, in the championship. Last they weren't year. in the championship last year. I thought they were in. Um, the, no, they were in the championship league last division year. One. No, they were oh, in the championship. Sorry, I thought they was in League Division One. Uh, I still think that he'd be worth a shout. Myself, a young player. I, I'm like, I'm, when are you when you voting for player of the year? Oh, you guys got that. Do not shoot. You got to shoot. Does it, does it not you remind you of the Barcelona days where they just wanted that perfect goal? Like, just well, shoot. How are you passing that there? Yeah, That's, you oh. just got to shoot. You got to rifle that across the goal. Worst case scenario, it gets deflected in or somebody bundles it own, but you're looking to score. Like, you don't just do that. But Yeah, that was their chance. Uh, I think with him playing, it's, it's, it's a different dynamic in this. Okay. Oh, there it goes. Another silver. Playing it. Young player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That <laughs> I think United could score in this game <laughs> without Fernandinho. <laughs> they could do because defensively they're, they're, the, they're no. not the best. Um, but, but this is where, to be honest, Pogba has to step up a bit because he could. He he can't be matched physically by their team now. There's no one in there who can match him physically. No. So if he's to step well, up, well, there's a company, but he has to step up. No, but he has to step up. Yeah, from he, uh, goalkeeper can't be in the near post. Sorry. No, you can if it goes through the defender's legs. Not from that far. Yes, out. he's in the 18 yard box. He's... Come on. He's... Nah. Nah. You've got to okay. protect against the, um, the goalkeeper you You've got to protect against the far post curler from a left footer. Don't forget. That's why they go for the near post because you've got to protect the other side. Okay. Okay. Well, Looks like maybe I, I, <laughs> they might not just win the card. But Arnold Silva, like I said, I think if he he's in the, he is, he is a very good year. shout. He is a he has a great season. Yeah, he has a great season. Is he qualified for Young Player of the Year? 
he qualifies as a young player of the year. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what, what's he doing on that? It's a, but, but, you know, it's not under 21, is it? It's like 23 or something. It's some some weird number. No, it's not 21 anymore. It's, I'm sure it is 23, but he's not 23, is he? Well, he's, he's, uh, he's 25. If Sterling does it with it, I think it's a yeah. harsh because of the season he's had. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, oh. Would you... oh, oh. oh. God, it's... Oh. <laughs> they would have ripped us at May night a new one if they had scored that. This <laughs> is brimming on that one, man. This was ridiculous. How did... David Silva see that pass and out of the head. Yeah. No. Oh, he hit the pass. Wow. Ronaldo Silva was 24. 24, okay. So, oh, but at the time he would have qualified because he would have been 23. Yeah, he just started the season at 23. Yeah. He would have been 23, yeah. He's going to shoot. Oh. Big time, he's offside. Um, what happened to big time J- Jesse Lingard? <laughs> I didn't even, he's offside, by the way. Time. The air, but although we don't have VAR in this one, so no, but he's flat. Like, you, you see, Rashford is offside. Look, look, he never gets back on. Look, yeah. there he is. Oh, who kicked it? I don't know who kicked it. I think it was a left back or right no, Carl Walker. I think he, he came off Carl Walker, but he's still in an offside position when the Manchester United player kicked it against him. Oh, big time Jesse Lingard is dead. Big time Jesse's Sorry. up front though, isn't he? Yeah, playing number 10. He's playing that number yeah. 10 role. All right, all right. Uh, that was poor. Uh, it, you should have controlled that's him. Dive. You should book him for that. Yeah. Yes. You should. But that's actually young though. He's gone back to his roots. Uh, yeah, but he should get booked for that. Oh, this is... They're brave. They're brave. They're brave. This goalkeeper was ridiculous. That, that one move there was unbelievable. This is this this is played out from the back, boy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? All right. Well, I, Nate, I don't I don't want to be in one to you know highlight the elephant in the room, um, but but he's still offside. No, I say he's onside because Carl Walker gets it. Um, but I did want to. So it's oh, looking Jesus, like. Arsenal won't meet, reach the top four unless they win the Europa League, right? Um, so if that is the case, I don't wish them that. But if that is the case, they don't make the top four, they don't win the Champions the well, Europa League between us and Chelsea. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, uh, worst case scenario, if they don't make it in. Oh, sorry, I just saw a pass from Fred. I just took my eye completely off. Don't be knocking jumbo jumbo like that. Okay, oh, so oh, 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 um, it's, so we all agreed that Emery's done a good job to have you in the contention in the first place, from what he picked up from Arsene Wenger, right? But what does he what does he first need to buy in the summer to get them over the hump of being nearly guys to being firmly in the top four? I'm not talking to you. I'm, doing, I'm talking to Nate. Um, I'm sorry. Look, and, and I say first because, oh, what are you doing, Vince Company? Um, um, because we, he, you need to replace Ramsey, but then we've also, you know, that you need to buy some defenders. 
And so what does he buy first? What's his first signing that he has to make, regardless of whatever comes in afterwards? Because he doesn't know what if it's coming afterwards. What's the first thing he does? Is that a money no object question? You need to clarify you got you got reasonable amount of budget. No, don't get don't say. Oh no no! I, would, I wouldn't be able to give you a player. Really, I wouldn't really give you a player. I would tell you but, position okay. wise more than a player. I think he needs to buy a centre half. Um, of when I say centre half, I don't mean just a body or something that can play. I want someone who could do what Virgil could do in the sense of just give the back line and the rest of the teammate a little bit of confidence. Okay, I got one for you. I got one for you, right? This guy's available. Smalling. Pipe down. Yeah. You, you, your, your confidence is just is radiating yeah, through the microphone. But, but he's he's available. He wouldn't cost you that much. He would cost you, but not that much. Definitely affordable in this market, and he can definitely do what Virgil did. Okay. It's a bit cost. It's a bit of a um, so Campbell kind of moment, but Toby Alderweire. He'll cost you twenty five mil, and Tottenham can't refuse to sell him to you. Um, because it's a buyout clause. It's that simple. It's whether you can convince him to stand, obviously, but yeah. But I think England has showed us what buyout clauses mean. If I, if I remember rightly, we we tried to offer a one pound more than the buyout clause. And <laughs> the, the chairman laughed at us. He laughed. He laughed. Although I thought to myself, the legality of that, I'm sure that I didn't understand it personally. I was like, you, you've reached it, you've made it. And then they said, oh no, well, you, if you make the buyout clause, you're allowed to talk to him. They didn't even allow us to talk to him. So I don't think Levy would have ever give us that offer. But also, I feel like he's a little bit like Koscielny in the sense of he's an amazing defender, but he's moving towards the downward part of his career. Oh, yeah. I would agree with you that he's not what you need now. You need somebody who's going to be there for another six yeah, you years. Need, you need Sol Campbell when he signs. You need a Colo Torre. You need that kind of defender that you can start to build your team around. Okay. All right. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. So you definitely think it's a centre half more than Ramsey. Because I'm not, it's not a coincidence. You've lost Ramsey through injury. You've lost the next two games afterwards. That's not, it, it, he's a massive player. And obviously, you know, he's, he's leaving in the summer. So it's just, I, I just, I'm, I'll be shocked if you don't try to replace him. You, yes, we need a replacement for Ramsey, but to be fair, that yeah, I feel you just need for for me Arsenal to strengthen that spine. There needs to be a centre midfielder that you can anchor your game on, and you need a centre back that you can anchor your game on. I think the keeper has proved that he's all right um, up front. Um, I don't know, Lacazette seems to be the better of the two strikers between him and Aubameyang. In a sense of what he offers as a team, I think Lacazette is more of a rounded striker than Aubameyang. I feel they need some form of wingers or someone that can actually play out wide and give assists, but also contribute to goals. And I think if you've looked at most of the kind of teams, especially those that play like on a front three, every one of the three 
connects with goals and assists. And at the moment, for example, Iwobi doesn't score. Yes, he'll pass the ball in the box once every blue moon and he'll do all of that tiki-taki, whatever. But for me, Arsenal don't have enough of players in that position who are, as forwards, are going to contribute goals. But it is a lot of work for Embry. I guess it all depends on whether he's getting Champions League. But I think if the original question you asked was what was the first thing he needs is I feel he needs to get a young centre-half that is decent. Well, not decent, but very good. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess we're going to have to pause there for see if, if Pogba steps up for this moment in the future. Jemba Jemba will take this. No, nah, he, he, he wouldn't dare. <laughs> he wouldn't dare. It's Pogba all day, every day. Uh, he hits the wall. Yeah, but they're 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 a little bit in panic mode at mm. Man City because they oh lord, cross from Ashley Young. It was a pass, right? It was a pass. It was a pass. Look, went red, right to flip. Aye, Rashford scored. Yeah, they went for goal. Goal kicker, man. All right, all right. Well. Let's let's move on to the last segment of the thing. So we know, you know, I said last week we got we had um, uh, our listeners send me some uh, uh, well, quite a load of um, of voice notes that they that they were just ranting. Well, not ranting. They they said their their, their comments. Um, so we're gonna have a listen to some of that, and then we have to dissect oh, it and oh. see oh. what else. We're on the scoreboard, soccer nice team. Let's just keep it moving. Keep it moving, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just call it as I see it. It's it's free one. Come back start. Well, it's got to start somewhere. Exactly. Um, but yes, let's listen back to some of what he has to say, and then um, and then we, we can take it from there. Never understood these fucking defenders, even though they play at a high level. When you're under the cosh, I don't know why you just don't clear it. When you're being pushed back, like Mane's hairline for Liverpool, when you're being pushed back, just just hit it in Rose Ed. Don't try and play your way out. Now, I know the thinking is, well, there's no point clearing it all the way down the end of the pitch because it's likely to just come back to you. Do you know what? It may not come back to you. And if it has to come back to you, then that team that has to bring it back to you are doing more work. But when you're trying to play out... Oh, damn. Hey, the goal's been disallowed. Yo, it's been disallowed, VAR. Oh, damn. Oh, it's been disallowed. Look, the, the goal's gone back from five to four. Pep Guardiola can't believe it. Well, good. Like I said, I don't support money bag teams. I don't. So, like I said, I've got no time for Tottenham, but I'm rooting for Tottenham in this game because I don't support these fucking rich-ass teams. And you know what? Just as um, uh, not a neutral fan, but just a, um, um, you know, I've got, an, I've got an open mind and a fair mind to football. I admire Tottenham's spirit. You've got no Harry Kane. Sissoko went off injured. Yeah? And you've gone to Man City and you've pulled off this kind of performance. I respect Tottenham a lot for this. I respect their spirit, I respect the players, and I respect the manager. And this is an Arsenal supporter saying this, yeah? But back to my earlier point. When I thought that Man City had scored that goal, I just don't understand why Tottenham and teams that do this 
They just don't clear the ball when there's a few minutes left. Like I said, when you're getting pushed back and there's only a few minutes left, kick the ball as far as you can anywhere. Do not try and play your way out. Listen, I'm not a professional player, but I don't believe in playing your way out, especially against quality opposition. Kick it as far as you can. Let them do the hard work and have to bring the ball back. For me, that is the easier option than trying to play your way out when you're under the cosh. That is the t- that's the type of mistake right there that Arsenal would make. I don't expect that from a team like Tottenham that are much better organised than, than Arsenal are. I see Pep Guardiola is pissing his pants at the moment. And look, even the, I got, even the missus is laughing at him. Like I've got, got the missus next to me laughing at Pep. Fuck Pep and fuck Man City. Tottenham, you better get this job done. Right, so we've listened to it. Now, what do you guys think? There's a lot. I don't know. He's he's definitely a very passionate individual, and uh, but he said some some good points and some kind of iffy ones that I'm not too sure about. But let's let's break them down into sections at first. So he has this thing about playing out from, from uh, when you're in trouble. What is he says? What does he say? He says when you're under pressure, when you get just got no, no, when you get pushed back like Marnie's head, yeah, like, he's doing it. 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 The opportunity that he had. Anyway, sorry. Yes. Right. When you oh, push back, yeah. like Marley's so, hairline. What's Sane actually? Push What's Sane's hairline? Yes. Yeah, but he's got. He's but we all know he's he's, like, he's got full hair. He's got a throw. <laughs> yeah, he's got a throw. Like Marley's really. Uh, he, he, he he's fighting. He's fighting the elements. <laughs> but yeah. Is he right that you should just hoof it in the last minute of games, or should you try to keep the ball? Because then, if you've got the ball, they can't score from. From that, if you've got a ball, that's that's my kind of understanding of the game. It's, I, bit, it's, it's dicey because sometimes you do need to hoof it, but sometimes hoofing it just puts more pressure on it because it just comes back. I again. think if your if your team is good enough to play out, play out. But I'm also from the school of thought that sometimes you need to kick that ball into Rosen. You need to be kicking that ball upstairs in the upper tier. You need to do everything, especially if your back's against the wall. Weird goalkeeper. You've got to get rid, and I think I agree with you. Sometimes you just got to get rid. While I think this continental style of play, continental style of play, it is playing out of back. If you've got the personnel to do so, on his day looks really good. I mean, the fact that just a moment ago we saw United versus City, and they were looking, City played out from the back from the keeper. The keeper didn't panic. He yeah. put a simple through ball. I thought, on is he playing up front? Like literally, that ball was silky, <laughs> yeah. but it was very, you very think, silky. Not everyone knows how to do that. Nah, nah. So I think okay, okay. So we've got to play to your strengths. Play to your strengths. So we're not totally going to write him off with with his comment yeah, on that I, one. I, but... I would say I'm agreeing with everything that's been said, but I would say it a different way. In terms, Jesus, he's not getting a car, is he? Uh, I would say it a different way in terms of you got to play what's in front of you. If if you okay. see an opportunity to play it out from the back, and you're good enough, play it out from the back. But if you see Rose, if we don't see that opportunity, Rose Z is the best place for it to go. So I'm agreeing with everything okay. that's just been said, but I would just say as play what's in front of you. Okay, and then as he as he as he mentions, he's a he's a Arsenal fan, 
and um, but his his next comment was about being the fact that the Tottenham spirit. He was very much appeased to Tottenham spirit. Some of it is to do with his dislike for Man City, but we'll get onto that afterwards. But do you agree it was Tottenham spirit that got them through that game, or was it their talent, or was it both, or is it has he got a point? Was was it their spirit and what what was about their spirit that got them through? Dale, I guess you can take this one lead on this. Well, I get, sorry, against Man City in the in the in the, in the yeah, because that's when he sent me the note. Yeah. So, so, Dale, are you not coming out of a DVD for that game? Uh, <laughs> no, we're still saving that DVD for the final. Okay, cool. Sorry, sorry, sorry. As you were, sorry, sorry. Not you don't do a DVD on the semi final. We'll do it on the final. It's fine. Okay, cool. Um, I don't. I don't understand what he meant by spirit there. I think I think there's a togetherness about that squad because they have played together for quite some time now. Um, I, I wouldn't call it spirit. I, w- I would say it was their togetherness. And when you think of it, injuries apart, they're actually playing quite well now. They've had their dip and they're playing quite well. Um um, yeah, I wasn't too sure where he was going with this whole spirit or whatever. They just carried on and they've done it all season. They've just played until the end. So, I mean, they just, they just okay. played until the end. They've done it all season. It wasn't anything new for this round, for, th- for that round of games, do you get what I mean? So I wouldn't say it was their spirit because they've been playing to the final, final whistle all season. But I definitely think you've got a bit of a boost moving into the new stadium. Oh, definitely. I would agree with that. I definitely but, uh, think it's, 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 it's added something to that squad. It's added, well, to the team. It's added right. a little bit of kind of, I think, none of you like playing at Wembley. I think, Jeremy, you know I, mean? I know yeah. multiple season ticket holders of Spurs that didn't even go to Wembley games. Game yeah. tickets away. Do you know what I mean? It was like the stadium was always empty. The fact that you lot have come over, you lot have kind of made this feel like home. And it, I guess the difference between the Emirates, like move, Arsenal moving from Highbridge to Emirates, and you guys moving, is that we moved, but we we moved location. Although yeah. it's, only, it's only five minutes down the road, it's actually a new location. Where you lot are, literally, it's the same place. The shops are the same. The high road is, okay, it's a bit different. They've moved everything <laughs> around, whatever you. But actually, yeah. it's the same route you've always taken. You ever got yeah. to go down any spare road? It's all of that. It's that kind of, But the weird thing about that stadium, and I think there is a stadium boost to be had, and I think it's it's like three things. It's like they one they didn't like being at Wembley, like nobody liked being at Wembley. Um, Two, um, it's 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 got the feel of the old stadium about it, like they're not. it's really weird. It does feel like the old White Hart Lane, like in terms of closeness. So they haven't lost anything. It feels like you're really close to the pitch, even though you're not. And it, and it it's weird to see that. Um, and three, I think um, there there's just more of us now. Mm. And and you're and you're seeing that. Oh my god. It's not just the same thirty thousand fans that we see every week. There's people here I haven't a clue. How do you get? Here? 
See what I mean? And I think there's that. And you put all of those together, there's an enjoyment factor now about uh, going to watch a game. Yeah. And that's what I think is, is, is driving them on. How they did it away from home, I think it's that togetherness. And I think what people don't pick up on, Tottenham do take a lot of away fans wherever they go. Uh, because and it's from the fact of being at Wembley because a lot of them couldn't go to uh, Wembley or didn't want to go to Wembley. They started going to away games, and so they have a lot of support that they can rely on, which helps them. And I think all of those things combined uh, help them get over the line against a very very good Man City team. No. Okay. Okay. So then. His final point, and this is one I kind of took umbrage with, umbrage with. Sorry, um, he says he has this thing about Man City and being he's he's definitely for Tottenham, even though he's an Arsenal fan. He wants Tottenham to win the game. This is before, obviously, the decision, the result had been known. He was all about he wants Tottenham to win because he doesn't like money bags, um, Man City. And I, I mean, you mentioned earlier though when you said about Man City not spending that much this this year and I kind of have a little bit of buying it they haven't spent compared to others they haven't spent that much this year they sp- they bought one player compared to obviously previous years where they, where they bought multiple players for multiple amounts of millions but I don't think we can I think it's always been money bags there's always been a club that who's, who are money bags if it was not Blackburn it was Man United it wasn't Man United it was Liverpool it, 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 even Arsenal to an extent were a bit of a money bags buying people like when they bought um, Overmars they, they, they'll do it slightly different because it'll be, only be one or two mega signings then it'll be a bunch of nobody no one knows who just excelled so there's a little bit different but they still have more money than the rest and that's that's the game isn't it the game is always about who has the most more money to buy the better players because that's what it, they do and it's just, it's just always been about buying the best players. And if you've got more money, you buy the best players. It's just so hating Man City because they're currently the team in the position to do that is a bit of a. I'm not too sure if I'm buying that. No, it's definitely a bit. It's, there's definitely hate going on there. I mean, it, it was it was very much of, of a certain bias, but ultimately, to be at the top, you're going to have to spend money in it. That's how. To make money, mm. to, to, to make money, you have to spend money, and that's kind of what these these people are doing. So they're spending money. Yeah, it's a big outlook, outlook, but actually, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get return on silverware, shirt sales, all that kind of stuff. So they we're all doing that. All football teams are doing it. It's just that some have more resources than most. Yes, Man City have, yeah. in in one aspect, you could say bent the the laws of the game. In the sense of them sponsoring themselves for their football shirts, all that kind of stuff. But you no, know, the game's the game. You can't hate the game. No, I mean I, I even forgot Chelsea when they had their influx of money. No one was calling them money bags. Yeah, well, everyone yeah, was calling them money bags. Chelsea, but... everybody, hated them. <laughs> everybody hated them for it, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, there's a reason for that because um, if you did it in the way, and I will give some of the clubs who have done it have done it in a more palatable way than others. Like, Man City have done it in a better way than others in terms of they've bought quality over quantity, if you like. And and they've yeah. bought to a 
uh, game plan uh, for the for the team for the team, and they bought youngsters as well. Whereas uh, Chelsea, for example, just went out and bought who was good at the time. I mean, there isn't a striker there whose career they didn't ruin. I don't think. Um, if you if you look at um, Crespo, uh, Torres, um, oh, I've forgotten that guy. Um, oh God, I've, Mutu. Um, the, the list is quite long, actually, of strikers who've gone there and just not been successful, and that's just the kind of player that they've bought. Uh, Liverpool have now done it again. They've gone for quality, well, some would argue, quality over quantity. So they did, different teams have done it in different ways. Um, Arsenal have done it, again, more strategic rather than just a general uh, splash and, and burn their money away. And you can't, I I'm not sure that you can hate teams for that. I don't get why you would hate teams for that because everybody's done it since Blackburn went out and and spent, I think it was 3.25 million on Alan Shearer. You've always done it. Newcastle did, Newcastle tried to do it. But Newcastle tried it to do it and failed abysmally. Um, everybody's tried to do it. Man City tried to do it before th this current owners with uh, the... Thai uh, billionaire and then uh, uh, is it Francis Lee? I forgot his, I forgot his surname. Yeah, I think I so. Is that when they had oh, this goalkeeper's taking the mick now? He's doing, he's doing no look passes now. Yeah, <laughs> he's taking the mick. Yeah, but they can. Uh, they can now. They've been ripping for United for a little while. Uh, but no, it was um, they, it was the Thai on the day, but that's when they went, bought him, went, went with Ericsson in it and they went with yeah. um a bunch of uh, mercenary Brazilians and whoever, again, whoever could they could buy who would come to yeah. it because they were a nobody club at the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hate that. Oh, come on. They're looking to dissect them. his own head? Or did he hit that against the other player? No, he hit, hit, hit them against them. Oh, right. head, it looked like he hit it against his own head. That would have been funny. Um, yeah, so different teams have done it. You can't hate people for having money. Tottenham could hate okay. Arsenal for, for spending, I think it was, I don't know how much it was, but let's say 35 or 40 million on Ozil. But if we had 35 or 40 million to spare, wouldn't you get somebody of that quality at the time? Of course you would. For me, it's not about teams um, spending big money just to spend big money. I mean, United have done it in in the whole 25 years of the Premier League and that includes yeah. Alex Ferguson because they bought Rio Ferdinand for 30 million when uh, nobody had 30 million. Oh, no, they, they, they bought Rooney. They bought Rooney. They bought Remember Rooney? Yeah. They had Varane. Everyone was... Everyone Varane, was... Everyone was yeah. Yeah, everyone so was plus. People just want to hate because, like... They, they can, but I suppose United did it because they generated their money in football, so it's more acceptable. Whereas this is just petrol dollars for um, for Man City. Saying that, mm. it's not as if they've wasted... I can't think of much money that they've wasted under this current uh, regime. On previous ones, yeah, they wasted it and almost went out of business. 
But like on this current one, you can't hate them for that because who wouldn't want David Silva? Who wouldn't be giving Raheem yeah. Sterling three hundred grand a week? Liverpool. I was just about to say that, 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 that our guy would be ranting all over um, David um, De Gea here. When you're getting pushed by Mane's yeah. uh, hairline, you need to clear it. He tried to play a no-look pass like Edison had played and he got caught, found out and he basically lost the ball. Um, but see, but, you've got to admire yeah, the way I, Man City players play because... They do it when they can, do you know what I mean? Not just to do it. They do it when they can. To be honest, watching this game, I'm just seeing how easily they've just torn this main line apart. So easy. It's been too easy. Like, they've just torn them apart. They're playing with, they're toying with them and they're away from yeah. home and it's this comfortable. Um, that was just because Luke's so fat. He couldn't get his belly out of the way. Yeah, he, he, pretty much. He's a tank, isn't it? He's a tank. But, all right, guys. Well, we've just said to them and got listeners again. We love your um, your notes and your your voice messages. Keep them coming through. We're happy to talk through them as we've done today. Um, so yeah, keep them coming. Um, and we're gonna go off. Hold we're on, gonna, hold yeah, on. They're, bringing on, they're bringing on Marshall. Seven hundred grand a week is about to walk on the pitch. <sighs> yeah, and. That was on their bench, so aren't they money money bags? Do you get yeah. me? It's, a bit, what I mean. it's, it's hypocritical. You know, it have always done it, and but because they've won and it was Fergie and they've won leagues over the years, people just want to forget about it. But yeah, you know, when yeah. they robbed Rooney when nobody else could afford thirty million, like they yeah. they robbed Real Ferdinand when nobody else could afford that thirty million. Um, is it not that a lot of these a lot of these fans are from? original era so they well not even we are but they remember the era of there being two teams in, in England like the Man United and the Arsenal they remember when it was Ferguson versus Wenger for such a long time yeah, yeah. then when anyone artificially gets involved or can now start competing because at that time they were I guess head and shoulders above the rest yeah. and then what happened was I think it was the introduction of the Romans and the Roman Empire and then basically, once you start, so Russians, so not Romans, Russians, and you started to see all of the kind of oil money coming in for Chelsea, mm. it start like, and that's what I'm saying that that was the the downfall of Edgar, if I if you if I be honest with you, because he then said, said, hold on, I can't compete with this, and I think that then it changed the whole model of football because everyone said, hold on, like for me to get good, let's go get that foreign investment, and if you think how many teams now in the Premier League are owned by foreign investment. No, was it was it not also that everybody also copied Wenger's uh, mode of operandi and then just robbed all the good players from from the continent anyway before he could get there? Yeah, and that's but what the difference was. Up. I think Wenger wasn't Wenger still didn't want to pay a pretty prize for these guys, so he was still remember he was signing an Elka for next to nothing. Yeah, he signed Vieira for almost. I mean, yeah, compared yeah. to what he's done, the difference was. They were saying, no, Vanguard, like, we're going to spend proper money. Like, let's stop being that guy in it. It's like, loosen up the purse strings. It's not even your money. That's a fact. I yeah. couldn't say that, man. Oh, um, easy. <laughs> that was a shooting fact. But, um, yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. It always shocked me that he was never, until Ozil, he was never prepared to just go, you know what, bam, 
as much. No, but you know, no, it, you know what? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I, 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 to the extent, I agree with what he did because it, at least he had, he had a, um, he stood yeah, for something, philosophy. and he wasn't going to budge for that. Right. So whether you like it or hate it, he, that's what he stood for, and he's and he stuck, he stuck to it. Uh, no, I would have liked him because he was he was better than that. I think. Yeah, but he had the principles, and he he, he knows the, the, the truth of football. Like where um, Jamie Vardy or a um, or a Mikel Antonio is not worth the money that he's asking for. He's just not worth it. He still believes a pound is a pound. Still. So I'm not giving you worth it, but like no, I'm just I'm I, I'm calling him. Out. I'm calling I could, even probably he will say I'm not hundred million no, pounds. He's not. I worth would that. say I that, can get um that, um. Suarez, Luis Suarez was worth more than forty million and one pound. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, that that could have been a, that could have been a bit of a mess up. Yeah, but you know it was. I think that was. I don't, you know it was. I think the fact that said for they put a recl- re- release release clause in it. They met the release clause. Yeah, yeah. So again, it was principle over anything else. It was like we met the release clause. Why yeah. is there a problem? And then so because they don't want to sell to you, in which case you just go listen, bam, it's 45. I'll bust your release clause. Move on. Yeah, but right, I'm talking to the player. I'm talking to the you just walk into the If you could go to the shop, yeah, and buy I don't know, a chocolate bar for 70 pence. Yeah. yeah. And then are you gonna buy it for 70 pence or are you gonna put down a two pound coin, tell the shopkeeper, don't worry about it? Yeah, you're gonna tell you're gonna, if you really want that chocolate bar and it's gonna make your life. You go, here's two pound. I'm taking the chocolate bar. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be more frugal. I want my, I I want want my change, <laughs> I want my change, man. I want my change. I want my change. You change. You get you, your change. Uh, yeah, you I want, get I want your my change. change. No, 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 you'll no, get no. your change. No, no, no. Your change. Even, when, when Listen, go, your change would have. No, been, no. When, when I go to your the, change would have been. No, when I go to there. Dubai. When I go to Dubai in those places there and I put the money down, I look at them and I walk my no. <laughs> You can want your change, but you'll I get your change team. when somebody's handing you the trophy of best customer ever to walk through my door. I hear that, but oh, no, or, oh, or, or uh, Premier League winner, whatever year it was, 2009, I don't know, whatever year it was, that he should have got Suarez instead of anybody else. Uh, and uh, that's what would have got you, especially when he wanted to come to you. That's what would have um, given you value. That's what would have said, you know what, that what extra £1.30, now that I've got the trophy, that was worth it, you know. And you would have got that right, much, well, and you would have got much more than that back. It'd still been a job by now. All right. Well, it didn't happen, but and as, as that, on that note, we're going to have to leave love and leave it let's watch the rest of this game well I don't even know if I call it a game and um, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up again and we'll see you guys again next week and we're done for another week thanks for listening we'll be back again next week providing you with the latest news in football don't forget to subscribe don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and we'll be back providing you with great content